there is part of what we do, which is projecting out in the future, seeing yeah. out in the future as a visionary does, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And all of this information is going to help us make good projections. Yes. If you are walking with First Priority on any level, from a regional manager all the way down to, hey, I serve a club with 30 students. Yep. There's opportunity to use this tool to grow what God's given you to steward well. Mm-hmm, that's right. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Welcome to the First Party Podcast. It's good to have you here with Steve and Brad. What's going on, Steve? Is it the Brad and Steve show or the Steve and Brad show? Steve and Brad show. <laughs> no, it's not. It better not be. <laughs> I already told you I'm letting all the popularity from this podcast go to my head. And, oh, uh, I just need to put you in front. Well, it is good to be back, and I'm excited about today's topic. I am as well. We got a twofold kind of conversation going on. We're continuing the Tractions conversation, which we had an initial one a while back, uh, probably about February. So you can go back and listen to that, get a little bit of an overview of Traction. But we're talking about it today because we have a spring meeting coming up in May. Uh, all, of, all four of our spring meetings are coming up in May, and we're going to evaluate the school year, and those two things tie together in the scorecard and saying, hey, what, what do we need to evaluate in order to make sure that we do next year better and reach more students? Yeah, so I'm, about reaching students. I'm excited about the spring meetings and what you guys have put together. It's four yeah. great locations, so I appreciate it that. It is. So well, should we jump in? Let's jump in. Let's talk about the scorecard and traction, and I, I guess the only question I have as you get in is, where is this scorecard that you're talking about, which is kind of ominous and out, where is it? Is it a document? Is it something, I mean, what do you, how do you get it to people? Uh, well, we can get it to you by email, Okay. but we're going to go over it here and talk about our scorecard, what we've set up as what we want to do each week. Again, Traction is that big vision traction organizer, taking the hope of Christ to every student, breaking that, yeah, what the heck is EOS is a book. If you're on YouTube, you can see the book here. Uh, if you've been a part of the fall conference or other some of our trainings we've given them away uh, we'll do that again for if you want a copy let us know we'll get you that book about eos but taking that big we want to take the hope of christ to millions of students in 41,000 public middle and high schools 67,000 private total whatever all the schools out there in the united states and how can we take one bite of that elephant at a time yeah, and first part of America, big elephant. it's a huge elephant. Yeah. We've we've shared that story for 14 years, and with very little traction, if yeah. you will, yeah. to say, hey, we want to make exponential growth. Until we say, okay, what is that? What is it, what would five years be like? We're not going to be in 41,000 schools in five years, but could we be in 10? Yeah. And in three years, what does that picture look like? We could maybe have, you know. 12 districts, new areas up and running in five years. Yep. So, okay, well then this year, let's start three. Yep. And we're doing that. We got Tennessee one and Fort Worth and, and Kansas City yep. going. We're working on Cincinnati and Springfield and Orlando and other places. And so it's those bite-sized pieces to say, hey, this, this is organized in a way that flows all the way down into a scorecard, which the scorecard is just what are those top five or seven numbers that you need to look at every week to help you take the hope of Christ to every student in five years. Good. Right? And so we're going to take some time and talk about that leading into our conversation about the spring meeting and the evaluations. Great. 
Should we go over the first party of America scorecard? Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm glad you brought clarity to that, that you actually have a scorecard being the overseer. You actually yep. have one that you guys deal with every Monday first thing, which is great. Every Monday we get on a staff call, Mark, Warren, myself, and Larry, uh, we get on a call. Uh, it's a level 10 meeting, they call it, in the EOS system. Mm -hmm. And the first one of the first things we do, obviously, after we pray, we go over our scorecard. And uh, Oh, you Christian. Oh, we're very Christian. <laughs> and yeah, these are the numbers that every week we want to say, hey, we want to look at this, this thing. And I'm going to go over ours because I think it, it relates to all of our districts, all of our chapters, all of the clubs. It, they can you can bring relevant information for you to look at numbers every week. Hundred percent, right? So yeah. we'll start at the top. Great funds raised. First Party of America has a one point five million dollar budget, which is tremendous. Doesn't mean it's in the bank. It means you have to go get it. And uh, in order to get it, we want to monitor on a weekly bank basis how much of that we've raised. Hmm. So every week, hopefully that goes up at least a little bit. You know, end of the month it goes up more probably than the middle of the month does, yeah. but. Um, we track the the funds raised this calendar year, and we track the bank balance. So all four of us know exactly where that is at all the time, so we can just have an open conversation about it. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, we, number two, we talk about the staff that we train. Our goal is to train 14 staff members uh, this year. Uh, we've trained seven of them already, new hires. Congratulations. Congratulations. Of America Stinking system. April. Thank you. Nice it's job. Awesome. Uh, you're, we're working on five more at the moment, and we'll train them on June 13, whoever we hire before then. Uh, that's the next date on the calendar. And uh, and you were gonna goal. you were gonna mention that I was on one this morning that may be one of your future hires. That's right. That was a great yep. conversation that's, with a guy who is passionate about the gospel to students mm -hmm. and has the ability to fill out a report like you're talking about right that's now. Right. That's right. That's all we care about is if you can fill out a report. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's all about the report. That's right. That's right. Um, we also track uh, visits to chapters and directors. Not only do we want to see you at the spring meeting and the fall conference, but we want to, we've talked about this on a podcast before, we want to visit your area, visit your board. I'm heading to North Carolina next week. We'll be Zooming with the Pensacola board next week. Just mm. continue to reach out and build relationships with all those out in the field doing first priority. So we want to be on that. We got 25 of those right now. We've had seven visits already with two more, as I just said, coming. Good. And actually, Mark Robbins is heading down to J.D. Simpson's golf scramble, and we'll be visiting J.D. Simpson and his board. Suffering Suffering J.D.'s world. On the golf course. Jesus. Yep. Yes. I hear you. Yes. Hear Somebody's got to do it. All right. Mark Robbins is the man. <laughs> uh, the next line is uh, reporting. We have reporting from chapters and districts, so we want to know the big numbers that are out there. But, uh, you know, in your situation, it might be reporting from clubs uh, or clubs. Yeah, exactly right. It's pretty pretty simple, right? We have 25 chapters. We get regular reports from 99% of them. It's so good. Always got to chase somebody. Everybody's got that somebody in their life. Uh, total markets. We want to be in 29 total markets by the end of the year. So like I just said, Kansas City's coming. We're look, working on Cincinnati and Springfield, Orlando. We're at 25 right now. That number 25 doesn't change very quickly. Yep, correct. That's only going to change once a quarter, maybe. You know, hopefully third quarter we do two because I don't think second quarter we're doing any. So I'm saying that to say, you know, not all your numbers go up all the time. We go a long time with that number being 25 and ours, maybe yours is clubs. What are your total clubs that you want to to track, uh, which is actually our next number is total clubs. We had 
695 clubs this month. We're up 10 from last month. So 10 new clubs started in the month of April. What is it right now? In the month of March. Because, yeah, we haven't gotten the reporting for April yet. But um, it continues to go. We also track student leaders trained because we want to know how many student leaders were trained to lead those clubs. We're at 2,288, up 28 from last month. So pretty excited about that. And let me slow us down a minute. This, to me, engages all layers of first priority, whether you are a coordinator, a director, you're a campus coach, you're a youth pastor yep. who serves, right? The yep. idea, um, and I, 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 just round numbers, right? Let's use round mm -hmm. numbers for a minute. So 30 students are in a club that you serve. Mm -hmm. 10 to 12 are going to be on a leadership team. And have you engaged the local churches, invited them in? Because it's not first whatever's yep. or Christ such and such churches whatever's yep. actual club, right? Mm -hmm. It's the local church's club. And That's you right. just happen to be the volunteers, the coach. Yep. Have you engaged those student leaders, youth pastors, youth workers, youth ministers to say, hey, come be a part? That's right. There, There's an easy scorecard for you to say, if I really am going to be capital K kingdom, I'm going to do all I can do. I, I can't force somebody to come do it. That's not the point. Yep. But I can provide opportunity to say, your kids are in a, I can't think of a youth worker who was like, I mean, I got kids in my youth group that are exercising leadership in a school. Mm -hmm. I want to be there. That's right. They go to their ball games. They go to their musicals. They go to, I mean, they're going to want to be a part. So just that's another scorecard for somebody who's listening to this saying, I, I don't know that I see the 30,000 foot view, mm -hmm. but I see the 1,200 square foot view, which yep. is what I've got in a classroom. That's right. Training. Student leaders are trained. Yep. We are up 28 from last month. Club attendance at 26,000 around America. Come on, kid. Week. Come on. That's right. That's right. And, and again, uh, emphasize, we want weekly attendance. So if your invite week is 50 and you have 10 clubs, we want 500 and that. We don't want you to add, you know, 375 and 425 and all the weeks together to get yeah. 2,000. We just want to know, you know, what is the club attendance each week? And I would say pick the invite week because that hopefully is the biggest week. But, well, and it's the week that you have the most people that are engaged with the gospel. That's right. So it's an accurate number. Yep. And then the last one that we track, we do not have a target or a goal for responses to the gospel. But when somebody makes a decision or responds or begins a relationship with Jesus, however you want to say that, uh, we want to track that. 4,423 total from uh, this past school year so far, up 301 from the previous month. So 301 students came to know Jesus this past month in a first party club. And I'm going to interject again Yep. because you and I got some emails over Easter mm -hmm. from some local chapters where kids who had responded, not even in a yes manner, mm -hmm. but in a, I'm not sure I'm buying what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, that sort of scenario. Yep. Because we are so local church driven, yep. which is why we want to engage with the fellow youth pastors and youth workers. Mm -hmm. and, right. Because we are. Yep. Kids ended up from other students in local churches and gave their life to Christ in the local church. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Good. Like, come on. I mean, there are certain things that the scorecard's never going to show, but it drives us to why we want the scorecard to be accurate. That's right. And those sort of stories of people giving their life to eternity and making decisions that are incredible. Yep. That drives us back to that scorecard. I agree. Which is good. It's very good. I love it. I love it. Which leads us, so that's the scorecard that we track every Monday morning. Okay. We walk through that. It's very quick. It's, you know, here's where it is. Check, 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 check. If there's anything that uh, somebody wants to talk about, we drop it down to the issues list. Got identify it. that issue, discuss it, and then solve it. If you remember any of those other tools in the system. But, yeah, it's a very quick run through 
of just realizing where we are at and being honest with ourselves and trying to reach goals. And what's your acronym for, is that IDS at the very bottom? What's your acronym for that? Yep. That's the IDS, Identify, Discuss, and Solve Issues. Got it. it. So again, that's another hard part. I think we talked about that in the last um, podcast that we talked about traction, where it gets tough because you put a, a, you solve the problem that gives somebody a to-do. Who's going to own that? Brad has to go out and do this, this Mm. week. Good. And then if you come back and you didn't do that yet this week, then... You're like, hey, you didn't do that this week. Why didn't you do that this week? You said you were going to do that this week. Yep. Gives you a platform to have checks and balances. I've, I've learned to just do that this week. Mm, nice. It's a lot easier just to do that this week. Nice. <laughs> and then and then numbers grow because you're doing that this week. Well, you're such a great procrastinator. I'm surprised that you get it done so quickly. I have a gift. <laughs> it's truly you just talk to my wife. It is a gift. Would you like to talk to mine? It's just as, it's just as <laughs> it's healthy. It's a healthy <laughs> gift. Gosh. All right. So where does that lead us to from that document? Where do we go from there? So spring meetings are coming. Yep. You've registered for a spring meeting. If you haven't, email Steve at fpofamerica.com. He's the nicest guy in the office. He will still allow you to sign up. You might need to buy him a gift card or something, but uh, you can... Buy Christina or buy Janice a gift card. There you go. Don't buy me anything. Don't buy you nothing? Nope. All right. Keep going. Fair enough. But we're going to send you, if you haven't gotten it in your inbox already, uh, we'll send you uh, an evaluation. If you're not registered or you cannot come to the spring meetings, um, first pray and repent. Number two, uh, email me and I'll send you this evaluation and you can go over it with yourself. I, we can jump on a call. I can talk to you mm-hmm. through it. More than willing, I harass you on the podcast, but more than willing to walk you through yep. this thing in order for us all to be better. Um, but we're going to first go through the three big outcomes, the three big things in the scorecard that we go. The number of outcome number one, the number of middle and high school students who become followers of Christ. Great. What does that look like? What? How does that compare to the years before? Uh, scale of one to 10, how did your clubs do? Hmm. And explain your answer. Let's just talk about that. So we're going to have leadership in the room. The first one's Decatur, Alabama. So you guys from Nashville are coming. Michael's coming from Shreveport. The, the leaders from Birmingham are coming up. Obviously, Larry and Clint will be in the room. Um, I think Darren's coming from Atlanta. It's going to be a great mix of conversation to say, how did this year go? Yeah, good. What did what happened this year? What was that outcome? Outcome number two, the number of Christian student leaders trained to lead first priority clubs. These are interesting conversations for me this year because before COVID, 95% of that those students got trained before school started mm-hmm. or as school started mm-hmm. in the fall. Mm-hmm. That's not the case anymore. Mm-mm. Students are getting trained throughout the school. Every month we get, and that didn't happen before. Mm-hmm. Every month we get student leaders trained, like 28 this month. That's not necessarily normal for March, which is the numbers we're reflecting because we're recording this in mid-April. So it's just not normal. So let's look at that for this year. I would like everybody to look at that. How many did get trained this fall? How many got trained in October, November, December, January, February, March? And what does that mean for your club? Did it bring health? Did that stat, the fact that that number's not static anymore? Did Correct. that change the way you do things? It's all good. What is the pros and the cons? Yeah. What was good about it before COVID? What is good about it now yeah. and, or bad? Yep. Outcome number three, the number of first party clubs. Just straight up. How many? Because the more clubs you have, the more students are trained, the more students are coming to know Jesus. I mean, it's a A plus B equals C. We know that doesn't always happen, but it generally does. For and, 
And let's bring up a variance. So in mm-hmm. years past, again, calling it pre-C, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in, before March of 2020, I knew that if I had 10,200 kids trained to do first priority across the country, mm-hmm. my number of kids coming to Christ was almost going to be equal to that. It was almost one-to-one. Yep. Pretty pretty much year-to-year-to-year. To year to year. There was a slight percentage variance, but yep. pretty close, yep. right? Mm-hmm. This year, it's not that. Mm-hmm. We're in a 2,400 range that have been trained, yep. and we're in a 4,300 or so that have come to Christ. So it's, yep. it is, so why? Correct. The why is a great question. Well... You want to get into that a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. Do it. Because uh, Mark and I got asked at our board meeting last this past month, um, why? (laughs) Why are those numbers different proportionately pre-COVID? And uh, we got into that conversation. And through the conversation, I didn't come up right away. But like Larry was in the room and his comment was, well, we didn't have clubs in January and February because the school were shut down in Decatur, Alabama for COVID. Mm -hmm. And so how many... That's the next thing. We have a section on here that's called inputs. We, we talk about those outputs, but then let's talk about the inputs because behind that, yes, you train student leaders, you they started clubs and students came to know Jesus. But in a normal year, in some places, they don't start clubs till September and they're done in April. So they have seven months. Mm-hmm. Some places have nine months. Mm-hmm. So how many cycles did you run in order to get those numbers? Mm-hmm. And now post well, this year, this school year, if you lost two months in the middle because schools didn't allow clubs to meet, well, that changes the outcome again. Yep. So you had 30 clubs, but you only had five cycles instead of seven. There's a percentage lost of time in there. And so we just want to, again, talk about that because we feel like talking about that now will help you gain traction next year to say, we don't know if the school is going to get shut down or not. But maybe we do push on August, if it's open, to say, hey, we're going to start three weeks earlier than we did last year because we might lose eight weeks in the middle. Or, you know, whatever the case might be. Yeah, that's right. We want you to have that conversation. And I'm not sure where it's going to go because this is a new conversation for me. We've never had this. Con- we just assume that we can run cycles all year round or all school year. Yep. That's and right. we can't do that anymore. That's right. And so how many cycles did your club run this year? And how many did they run pre-COVID? And how did the number of cycles affect how many were saved this school year? Hmm. It's a good conversation to have. It's a great conversation to have. Yeah, it's great. And for you running in multiple counties where all the counties have different rules of what can happen, it can get more difficult. But again, that can also push you into saying, hey, Wilson County was open all year where Williamson County wasn't. And so here's are the results. What does that do for this fall for you to say, well, maybe we need to push a little harder on Wilson because they are more open or Rutherford as opposed to over here in these other counties. You know what I'm saying? And that's really where we want to get to. Isn't just evaluating for evaluation sake, but evaluating to get better and to be more focused and to reach more students. Yeah, and the reality is guys who are leading chapters, districts, multiple clubs, whatever that looks like, guys and gals, forgive me, it was plural on on purpose. Sure. So those who are leading that, there is part of what we do, which is projecting out in the future, seeing out in the future as a visionary does, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And all of this information is going to help us make good projections. Yes. Right? The reality Mm -hmm. is nobody knows 
whether we'll get nine cycles. Yep. I, I I work in a city where you could get nine ministry cycles yep. if everything worked. But <laughs> nobody knows. But it doesn't always. Right? So yep. making your projections with that in mind is certainly helpful. Very much so. So I like it. Mm-hmm. Me too. And there's a lot more on here. We get into board of directors and general ministry and a lot of other things. But again, if you're signed up for the spring meeting, you'll get this document. Just go over it. Be ready to talk about it when we get to the spring meeting. And uh, we can have a good conversation together. If you're not going to a spring meeting, again, just email me, brad at fpofamerica.com. And I will send that over to you. And I will be more than willing to jump on a phone call as well. And we can talk through what this looks like for you in your area. Yeah, and you just stole where I was headed, which is the outcomes of this. The takeaways are, if you are walking with First Priority on any level, from a regional manager all the way down to, hey, I serve a club with 30 students. All the way up to. All the way up to. Thank you for that. Serving a club with three students. Yeah, you're on the bottom of this total. No, correct. Thank you for that. Sorry, I was (laughs) wrong way. Um, Corrected and stood corrected. Wherever you are in it, Yep. There's opportunity to use this tool to grow what God's given you to steward well. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, another good show. Yes, a great conversation. And those of you who are going to be at the four spring meetings, spring meetings thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Loss of words. Make sure that you do take just 30 minutes yes. and go through the documents that are sent to you. That is going to be super helpful. And remember, that is not about you. A lot of these tenured guys, we can name their names right now, mm-hmm. tenured ladies, the reason you're there is not because you're going to get a lot. We're not expecting that. Oh, I hope you do. Mm-hmm. It's really about the fact that there's a bunch of us who want to glean from what you've walked through. Yep. So even if you fill that document out and you're like, man, I've done this a hundred times, make sure that you do it for the sake of those who are coming. Correct. Who need to hear what you have to share. Yep. There's a lot of wisdom out there and we're better together. Which would sure. include my team. My team is ready to hear what most people have to say, except for maybe Larry Franks. <laughs> Larry Franks is the only one. What? What are you talking about? It had to be. There had to be somebody. Had, Mark yeah. Roberts wasn't the guy, so it was Correct. Larry. It had to be Larry. Mark wasn't going to be there. He's the new one. Yep, there we go. Yeah, I like good. it. I, I like it too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Well, thanks everybody for listening to our banter and to all the rest. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you at a spring meeting. And look forward to uh, being back again next week on the podcast. 100%. See you soon.